collagen effluvium, which we talked a little bit in here. Sergio, you want to continue sure. on this one? Let's start it here. Uh, collagen effluvium, as we were mentioning, is a type of hair loss that uh, basically you see as a shedding event. Now, this shedding event can start small and it can grow larger. Usually it happens suddenly, but if it, when it doesn't, one of the things that, one of the main features that we'll see is the uh, diffuse type of alopecia. So we start seeing hair loss in just about everywhere in our scalp. Now that happens over time, but usually it starts with the shedding, heavy shedding. And then over time, we will start seeing the alopecia, the diffuse alopecia uh, starting to form up, specifically on the sides, and on the top of our head. Usually the back of the head uh, doesn't get as much hair loss as the other areas on the scalp. Uh, one of the other features that we may look for is thinning of the eyebrows. Again, uh, that's one of the features that could be related to telogen effluvium. And as we mentioned before, uh, it can happen because of stress, hormone, diets, medications, lifestyle, even, uh, you know, uh, get hit in a, a particular area. <laughs> the trauma, a blunt force trauma can also cause telogen effluvium as well. Yeah, so it's here, it's it's uh, good to, to, to say that we have two kinds of telogen effluvium, either an acute telogen effluvium or a chronic one. So the acute telogen effluvium, it could be like postpartum hair loss, like the one I had after the baby. Um, because of the changing of the hormones, as Sergio was saying, or uh, sometimes when we take medications like oral contraceptives, uh, it, the, your body will not um, will 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 struggle actually to process whatever medication or new medication you are on, and then the sign the sign that your hair will start falling, and it will fall with a massive amounts, and it can be freaky at some point. But the good thing that telogen effluvium, as we said before, it doesn't last for long. Uh, somewhere between three to six months, and it is 100% reversible, as long as it didn't stay for a long time. So the chronic telogen effluvium, it's kind of the telogen effluvium, like a lot of shedding, but it is over a longer period of time. Uh, also, this is a little bit difficult than the acute one, because uh, your hair follicles were under stress for a longer period of time to reverse engineer it, engineer it it's going to take double the time that it took. And again, it is the same thing with all kinds of alopecia. You want to know what, hap what happened, what is the trigger. You go fix the trigger so you can... Um, you can reduce the amount of hair loss by time until you at least stabilize it. Um, but telogen effluvium, as I said before, it is a, uh, it is a blessing in disguise. The, the funny thing is, you know, as we see the hair loss abyss, we start seeing also the thinning uh, as it progresses. And eventually it could uh, also become cicatricial if, le if the condition persists. So long, that, that's one of the, the key areas of it now we see a lot of that during covid haven't we carrie yes oh we have oh we have and i'm going to touch base too as a hairstylist seeing people with telogen effluvium i often see people like go from washing their hair um regularly and then they notice the shedding and then they decide not to wash their hair as often mm -hmm. and oh, so the man. hairs that they would <laughs> shed typically starts to build up build up build up and then when they wash yep. it they're like quadruple the amount that they would have lost but it's because they built up the hair shed over the week thinking thinking that it will not fall out as much because they're not washing as often it is that quite the, the biggest mistake i would say that people make <laughs> <laughs> 
Actually, you mentioned something, Sergio, very important. Uh, so after the pandemic we had, the COVID pandemic, uh, actually there was a research that I read this morning, 25% of the people who got uh, uh, COVID, who got, got hit with COVID, got telogen effluvium hair loss. Yes, um, it's a big one. Exactly. Yep. I mean, uh, so, people people were coming to the clinic with bags of hair, bags. I'm not <laughs> talking about, you know, little pouches. No, I'm talking about bags, big time bags. bags. Yep. Yeah. So <laughs> the, the, the top, I, I, I'm going to read you the, what, what the article says. So the top four, uh, four symptoms of COVID, you know how you have COVID, is the first one, you have fatigue, headache, attention deficit, and the fourth one, sorry, the third one was her loss. The fourth one was attention deficit. So it was number wow. three in the list that you have hair loss as an indication of that COVID that that hits you, basically. And it's tremendous. I mean, you will see it. it, it I mean, you will see three months later after you had COVID, boom, you start experiencing telogen fluid. And I mean, it's not like it's perfectly 12 weeks for everyone. But yeah. most people that I've seen yeah. is either on the sixth week, 12 week, or on the 16th week. So the, the, those are the basic the basic parameters in which I'm seeing uh, people coming into the clinic after they had COVID. Now, the thing is, how do we treat this type of condition, Carrie? How, how you treat telogen effluvium? I know that in each case is quite unique, but what are some of the main features or, or some of the recommendations that we can make generally for people who are experiencing telogen effluvium? Uh, for myself with lethal intelligent effluvium, of course, considering the age demographic that they're in, um, my favorite recommendation is collagen and eating high protein and watching what you eat. So I do encourage people to increase their collagen intake. So um, uh, uh, broth, what's it? Yeah. Bone broth, bone broth, bone broth. broth um, is a really good one. Or there is collagen supplements that you can take. Um, I, I tell them to start increasing and being aware of the foods that they're eating and making sure you're having a good balance of amino acids and fatty acids. And I explain to them how they should be eating. And I know a lot of times too, I know a lot of people are, especially in January, are in weight loss mode. And so they're watching what they <laughs> eat. But And then you're healing after COVID and hair loss and they're trying to grow their hair, but they're avoiding healthy carbs. Carbs. Yeah. And you need healthy carbs for health production too, because it all works as a system. You need to yes. have your proteins, your healthy carbs, your healthy fats. And a lot of people like cut carbs, cut this, cut that, plus recovering from COVID and hair loss. So I remind them what a well-balanced diet is, particularly for hair loss, because that's our industry. I am going to encourage hair growth. And so I'm going to encourage them with foods like that. So making sure you high eat eat all the foods that are going to stimulate that hair growth. I remind them circulation. So tapping is a big one. I love tapping yes. or scalp massages to get the circulation. Um, and then the next one is exercise. You need to get your exercise. We need to get that heart pumped for 20 minutes a day because that heart pumping is going to help circulate the oxygen in your blood to stimulate hair growth. And even as tired as you are, you got to push through it. Eventually, it'll just come easy peasy. But I find that is usually a case too. It's because after COVID, you're tired, lethargic, yada, yada, yada. But we need to get our system up and going again. And you need to push Tell through. Me. I mean, after yeah. COVID, <laughs> I've been gaining about 30 pounds or something like that. Now, Biz, <laughs> let's not talk about uh, weight loss here. <laughs> what are the recommendations that we can tell our folks uh, generally 
what can they do for telogen effluvium? Uh, so the beauty of a, like a cosmetologist who is also a trichologist is she knows or he knows that telogen effluvium is a chronic or sorry, it's an acute hair shedding. And that's why in this like usually hairstyling should be a little bit hands off hairstyling. Uh, your, your hair follicles are a little bit weak. Uh, so I, I think hairstyling should be put off until this uh, chronic, this, I, I keep saying chronic, this acute phase passes. <laughs> um, and also, as, as Carrie said, she said it all, that your, your diet, your exercise, um, and just make just remember that it's going to pass and don't panic because the more you panic, the more stress you're going to have on your body, then it's just a vicious cycle. Just relax, listen to the hair wire, you know, it's, going to be very temporarily, and then it will pass. And in, yes. it, you don't have to treat, cautious of treating something that you don't have to, because the amount of people too, I, I see it often that they'll go to a dermatologist or, or somebody and they'll give them PRP treatments and all these treatments that they do yes. not yeah. need. Let me say That's that. True. Yeah, let me, yeah. Let, me, let, me say, let me say exactly what Kerry was saying. At this phase, Scalp micropigmentation is a no, 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 because that the hair, the scalp is it's exposed right now, but this is not permanent. This is very temporary. So the the minute you start like doing needles or microneedling or whatever it is you're doing, it's just gonna hurt the hair follicles, make them even weaker, and scalp micropigmentation will not help at this point because you don't know what's gonna happen when the hair stabilizes. Scalp micropigmentation should not be done only if the, the hair loss or the hair is stable, basically. And um, anything, all the PRP, all kind of treatments is actually, it will cause harm than, than actually will do help. Yeah, those type of invasive treatments uh, should be on a minimum, if not wait until, you know, mm -hmm. the hair, the, 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 you know, the, the part where the heavy hair shedding is happening after that has happened, then we can move on. Uh, usually what I like to say for people when they're starting is, you know, uh, as a small regime, you know, as these guys, these folks is, is something in general. So if you're experiencing hair loss and you're seeing a lot of hair shedding, what I usually would recommend is for 30 days. Just try this for 30 days. After that, you go to your regular routine. But try to wash your hair either every other day or at least daily. Why, Sergio? Because we want to remove all of those hairs that are already uh, been falling out, that the follicles has already pushed out and we want to remove them we want to remove them to make way for new hair because by cleansing the follicles we increase the absorption of nutrients and we are also helping with the blood circulation and the removal of waste so if we start by simple washing your hair use your shampoos use your conditioner use your living conditioner your mask uh your oils whatever treatments you have at home you use them but use them in a fashion where the, for the first 30 days you will use it at least daily and you will start seeing that by the second week usually you start seeing a reduction in the amount of hair that you're washing on daily basis then the first two weeks you will see oh my god tons of hair 
(laughs) But by the third week, you start seeing that that same amount is being reduced on daily basis. And now you're seeing, oh, well, Sergio, yes, I'm still seeing shedding, but not as much as on the first and second week. And that is important. That then after 30 days, then you start spacing it out uh, every other day, uh, every two days, at least twice a week, folks. So it will help you into the process. But uh, when you're starting without heavy shedding, I will suggest to try this and if it start working for you, then you start moving to the next phase where is stimulation and we can start uh, doing other things as well. But again, this is very complicated. It's not a one size fits all type of thing. So make sure that whatever is going on, you understand what's happening and you're working your steps to get better. 